flight when it happens. A white van, a dark hood, every woman's worst nightmare. Now I'm trapped in an abandoned church. The man who took me says I won't be hurt. The man in the cell next to me says that's a lie. I'll fight with every ounce of strength, but there are secrets in these walls. I'll need every single one of them to survive. Diamond in the Rough is a new dark romance from New York Times bestselling author Sky Warren. Finding yourself has never been so dangerous. New York Times bestselling author Aletha Romig says, five glowing stars. Diamond in the Rough is the dark and dangerous world that I love from Sky Warren. You will be completely caught up in Elijah and Holly's story from the first page to the last. Get your copy of Diamond in the Rough today from New York Times bestselling author Sky Warren. Hey, lady listeners. Hey, lady DJs. I feel like we haven't done this in weeks. <laughs> we didn't make any small talk either. We just jumped no. right in, which is pretty rare. We usually yeah. talk about everything that's really important. And then <laughs> yeah, beforehand or like we update each other, work stuff, whatever. It's like, okay, let's do this and this and this. Now let's record. We were just like, let's get let's to banging. Let's just go. Let's just, yeah. There's, there's no, no foreplay. foreplay. <laughs> We've been so long without each other. We've synced up. <laughs> so you asked me earlier if how, how yeah I, how I said I'm how's yeah. no it's July first no vibe July how's it going everybody <laughs> I'm going strong. Is any, I, I was going to say is anybody out of the contest yet? We're one day in. <laughs> one day in. I'm still I'm still the master of my domain. <laughs> okay, it's noon, but um, no, I saw the Facebook po- or the somebody posted in headquarters our Facebook group, and somebody said, "Is anybody going to join the, the Lady DJs in No Vibe July?" And there's like 200 comments of "Fuck you, no," and I was like, "I don't wait, wait, let me explain." I don't think people understood that we talked about. A lot of people are like, "Oh, I haven't listened to that episode yet," where we talk about it. Uh-huh. Where I said, it's not that you can't use your vibrator or you can't get off. It's that you, you have to use your hands or like you have to do it while you're having sex or uh-huh. something. Like it's the whole point is to to get to, to have a new relationship with your vagina. Yeah. The one that's not with a battery. I'm not saying it's forever. I'm just saying give it a go and see if you can do it yourself manually. <laughs> And I wouldn't do it manually. I'd make my husband. Yeah, well, do that too. That's man- that, like- that counts as manual. <laughs> Absolutely, that's manual labor from your hands. Oh so. my god, we have so much to talk about. It's Alexa Riley week. What do you guys oh, have for yes. us? What are you guys playing for us? This is lovely Baker. So I think we we may have. I can't remember if we started this conversation on the podcast or if we got the book idea from here. But the original. I think the we original did. book is called the there. So the, the audiobook we have for you guys is called Lovely Baker. It's short. It's sweet. And there's an ebook that goes with it. That's called Lovely Neighbor. And the Lovely Neighbor book is the one I think we talked about on the podcast where originally the idea was it was like an Airbnb situation where the guy was leaving and the girl came and stayed at his house. And then he like fell in love with the way the sheet smelled and he found like one of her ponytail holders and like all these little things. So that story kind of took off. 
for for Mel and I. And so we ended up writing the story where the guy's there and he has to go out of town and he has an older woman that's across the hall from him in his apartment building. And her granddaughter comes and has to stay like it's an emergency or something. She comes to stay with her, but she's having a room renovated. So she's like, well, I have a key to his place. Just stay over there. He won't even know. And so that's kind of like what the lovely neighbor is about. And so this girl comes and it's the same thing. He smells her in the sheets and he can't get off his mind and he's going crazy for her. And so it, it's really cute. And so the audiobook we have for you guys is called Lovely Baker, and that's her friend. Um, you meet her in Lovely Neighbor, and then so we gave Lovely Baker her own book. But she works at a bakery. Eagle actually said she sent this book back to us, and she was like, what's with the title? Is she work? What, what's Lovely Baker? I don't get it. And I was like, oh, she worked in a bakery. Maybe we didn't mention that in this book, but we mentioned it in the other book. <laughs> she worked in a bakery, but we may have just totally missed that. And this, this is the problem with coming uh, up with titles and covers like a month before yeah. you write the actual book because you're, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we don't do that. We don't plot anything and we don't plan out. We just sort of write what we feel at that moment. It starts out in the bakery. Like the first scene, yeah. I but that. I think no, she lovely just neighbor. Didn't think like we'll be out today. Like I, I, she was lost. Either way, Eagle was like, "Did you I go don't and add it. it? You didn't add it? No." <laughs> so I was like, "Well, we'll just tell them." So like I was like, "It's fine. It's it's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine." <laughs> you know, like the building's on fire, <laughs> like long. meme or whatever. So yeah, yeah. So uh, so this book, Lovely Baker, is about a girl that works in a bakery, and the guy that owns it is like obsessed with her, and she has. Um, a little boy that she takes that she's taken it's her little brother that she's adopted and she's taken care of because her mom's like out of the picture so um so he doesn't want to like jump in too fast because he knows like she has the son and you know she's trying to like build her life and that sort of thing but he's like "Eh, you know I've given it time it's long enough now we're quit playing around so so yeah it's really hot it's it's the the sex in this was so fun to write it's so nasty. So like, it's out one... now. Lovely Baker's out now. That's the audiobook. Lovely Neighbor is out now. Yeah. E-book. Lovely Neighbor is out in ebook. Lovely Baker is the book that you're about to hear. Okay. And that, like, uh, both of them were really fun to write. Like, I was really surprised when we were writing the neighbor book, like, how long it got. At one point, we were like, this book is too long. We have to end it. <laughs> we were at, like, 40,000 words. We were like, we got to stop writing. <laughs> uh, so, I love, yeah. I love that. That's the best. Yeah. So, both of those stories were really, like, and then this was the one that I think I told you about, Tessa. May, Mel may have been sick that week when we were talking about it. But um, I just want to remind everybody, you're going to hear about a sister in um, the book Lovely Neighbor, the ebook that's out today. There's a sister in it, and her name's Renee, and she has a partner, Danielle. And the guy, the hero in the book, he teases her about not proposing, that she hasn't proposed yet. She's dragging her feet. And so the whole book in Lovely Neighbor, there's sort of like this background teasing that goes on, and she's just kind of anxious. So we ended up writing a really long epilogue for the sister and her girlfriend and her proposing. And it was my first. Yeah, wrote it. Yeah, I wrote it. It's like, really good. It's my first ever like female, female sex scene. 
And it like I got really turned on writing it, and that was the one I sent to Mel, and I was like, "Okay, you gotta tell me, how, beyond like, is this okay? Like, we had never written anything like that before." And she's like, "Oh yeah, that's great." Ooh. And yeah, because I'm not into female female generally either. But when we were writing Lovely Neighbors, she kept talking about the sister, and I even wanted to know. I'm like, "What's up with the sister? Why isn't she proposing?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we ended up so I wrote this like long epilogue, and so we're gonna give it to you for free if you sign up for our newsletter. It read me romance newsletter you can get it for free we'll email it to you so make sure you're signed up um, for our newsletter the whole thing's going to be in there it's called lovely proposals so it's just a lovely series that's so that's cute. cute yeah it was really cute it was a ton of fun to write so that's a long-winded answer for what do you have <laughs> for you today what are we bringing you today Wait, okay, so when last we spoke, we had, I wanted to talk about this first. We had yes. some homework. Oh, we had homework. Yeah. Who did it? Who what? did their homework? I did my homework. What was our homework? Shit, I texted you homework? last night. I was like, you didn't get the I bullet said, points? three things. <laughs> I said, all right, guys, three um, things. Number one, we have to push back recording till after 12. Number two, we have homework, and I, I don't remember what the third one was. Oh, we have an extra video we're going to do today. So, yeah, so when we ended season six, we said that Tessa was going to do homework on gigolos, <laughs> on how to... Is that the appropriate term? How to get an hopefully escort. Hopefully that's okay. <laughs> I don't know. Male... What's a male sex worker? Basically what I... A male sex worker, I think is probably... Yeah. But I... Yeah, well, so I, I had I had mentioned that one of my Facebook friends like posted on her main page, her main just feed, pulled her dick said, out. She did, she but it, it's gone now. It's gone that post. So oh shit, she took it. I down. went back to search for it. She posted that she um, didn't want a relationship and that she was seeing this guy and it was too much hassle. And she's like, "Can I just? Is there just a way for me to pay for it, like for sex? It's easy." <laughs> And that's no, like, I don't have to, like, then I had to, I don't have to deal with him the next day. Like, it was so refreshing. And then somebody, a few people, a few women in her, in the comments dropped links to places. And I, so I went back to look for that so I could get the links and it was gone. So I had to do my own research. And you should have messaged her and been like, can you share my oh, links? <laughs> can I tell you something though? Like, yeah. it is out there. <laughs> it's out there. I wonder if it's, it's near you because it's a big city. It's everywhere. There is really? a. I can't imagine that. that oh no no! Like. There is a company that has a <laughs> branch in every ta- like every city, every major wow. city. So I don't want to tell you the name of the company because God forbid something goes south uh, or you yes. get caught or and then you bring, <laughs> like don't come back here and blame it on me. <laughs> but if you Google, if you Google uh, how. <laughs> How do I hire a male escort? It is the first thing that comes up. It's the first one. Um, and there is oh, yes. a, a menu of men with wow. not just pictures. But this is just one of them in New York, by the way. Oh, I wouldn't kick that out of bed. That's nice. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a real, that's not a male, that's not a romance novel cover. That is a real person. I know. That you can that's hire nice. for $350 an hour. Um, that's it? Or 17000 for the weekend. I feel like that's cheap. I feel like three fifty is totally reasonable. I, I feel like that's reasonable. Like, yeah. for an hour? I pay, I pay I, that for my hair, you know? Yeah. And that lasts for, six, for like, four months. <laughs> I mean, good dick. I would, yeah. Okay, that seems like a fair so, price. I mean, just like, okay, so you, I go to this website. Okay. And... It's very accessible. Like it's like press here to request an encounter, and or there and there's also a phone number at the top. 
And um, like just this guy, Carlo, born in Puerto Rico, um, the oldest of three boys. Like there's all stats, you know, on him. He played professional soccer. Um, and it has their stats. Like he's six feet tall, 175, age 26. View his rates. There's pictures scrolling across on the bottom of him. Wow. I know. And there's there's just countless, countless men on this thing. And and it says, like, in the About Me, it's like, um, this is not a pay-for-sex website. It's pay-for-companionship. And I feel like they got their lawyer on the language and, and made uh-huh. it sound good, but it's definitely... I mean, you're not paying to talk to someone for an hour. <laughs> no. Um so well, you know, it's like, I'm, I'm just really, I'm not going to do it, but <laughs> I'm not. Um, it's diverse. There's all kinds of dudes on here. It's so. diverse. Look at that. Yeah. Like, well, you know, my thing is, it's like, you got to think the caliber of woman that's spending $350 an hour for some of that is probably, you know, a put together person to have that kind of like disposable income, I guess. But um, I can't, I wonder, like, women can have sex whether they're in the mood or not. How does a man do this if he, like, shows up and he meets a woman and it's just not happening? <laughs> I know. Like, just take Viagra, I guess? Like, because, like, you know, you are, I think they must have to. Because, yeah, like, maybe. you know, it's not, it, it's not just that you might not be attracted to the person you're meeting. Mm-hmm. It might just be, like, you're not feeling it that day. Like, you yeah, might, who knows yeah. what's going on in your life? Like, mm-hmm. and with our jobs or some people's jobs, like, you can go to work and function uh-huh. because you're not, it's not about, like, performance, like, physical performance. Mm-hmm. It's about yeah. just, like, staring at a computer or whatever. But, yeah. Um, yeah, like, I wonder how they, if they if they show up and it's maybe just not their day, like, how do they do it? I, I don't know. What would you, how would you prep yourself for something like this? Like, would you, <sighs> would you just, like, go all out? Or would you just be like, this is all about me. I'm going to wear sweatpants. Yeah, exactly. That's what I would think. I'd be like, who the fuck cares? I'm spending money for you to do me right. Like, I'm not trying to impress him. Although, I constantly try to impress people that it doesn't matter. Like, why am I trying to, like, I saw this meme the other day that said, like, oh, I made my therapist laugh. Like, great, I'm winning at therapy. Like, <laughs> like see, that's me. I was like, I feel attacked right now. You know, it's like, why am I constantly impressing people where it's in a situation that doesn't matter? Listen to this one. Christian, our, our small town gentleman, made his way to New York a little three a little over three years ago when offered a modeling contract for his athletic physique, classic good looks, and charismatic personality. This stunning stallion has also lived in Virginia while studying business and marketing, and um and Florida while it's tele while managing a telecommunications store. He worked at Verizon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he sold you your phone. Um. Anyways, there's like it's crazy. It, I mean, you can just read up a ton of stuff about them, and then you just hit request encounter underneath their picture. Wow. I, it's that easy. Like, I is it that easy for men? I guess that's my next week's yeah. homework. Like, do they yes. just do they have these websites, and you can yes. just request an encounter with them? <laughs> I would imagine. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think <sighs> that's what an escort service began as. <laughs> oh. I'm so interested in all this. No, I feel like I really need to do a deep dive. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You definitely need to do that. Um, So our homework for Alexa Riley was to look up porn for women. And I had a difficult time finding anything that I liked 
But I feel like porn in general is really specific to each person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, what different strokes, different folks. And don't knock it till you try it. But it is so, it's like, it's like having a, finding a good bra. You know what? Yeah, you know I mean, like everybody's going to be different. Every woman's going to feel different in this bra, you know, like, so it, that part was hard. But I did find an article that um, Marie, Marie Claire did. And um, sorry, Marie Claire, I'm saying that. Yeah. So I found an article that they did. And it's called The Hottest Porn for Women on the Internet. You just just look that up. Hottest Porn on the Internet for Women, Marie Claire, that article comes up. And they have several suggestions that are pay sites. And I just, I couldn't bring myself to pay for it to research it. So I was just like, oh, that kind of sucks. So those I didn't, I didn't delve into. Do they, do they offer free trials? Because I need to see what you got first yeah some of them do have a free trial there was one that's called make love not porn and it's um yeah it's like five dollars per video for a three-week one i don't i don't know i was like "Ah, like there was another one called like beautiful agony where it's like there it just just look at the article if you're interested i'm not going to go through and read all of these it just some of them like even though there was one that was $35 a month and I was like what the fuck it's called x confessions and it says the answer for women who crave real intimate porn and it stops just male gazy tangle of limbs and orifices confessions was created by awesome women who wanted an outlet for porn that's ethical and diverse the members only site provides a grant to 10 female directors to film their sexual fantasies. And the response was a series of short porn videos shot with sexual emotional approach to great sex. And did we mention how, how cinematic they are? Grab the popcorn and a vibe. Like I'm interested in that. But it's $35. And I was like, I don't know if I'm that interested. Like what if I bought it and I hated it? If I knew if I really was going to enjoy it, yes. I would spend, because mm-hmm. sometimes I'll spend an hour trying to find one clip. But if yeah. you give me something yeah. for $35 a month and I can find it every time mm-hmm. immediately, that'd be totally worth it. I think I need it's to, my it's a, or you porn. can do, it's a, there's $143 a year is the other option if you don't want to pay $35 a month. But that's, that's so. a huge commitment. Um, but, um, but, but I did want to say, I did find one that I thought was really good. So after scanning and scanning and this article, I went through it. And one of them is called Sounds of Pleasures. And it's free and it's on Tumblr. So if you go to just Google Sounds of Pleasure, it, it, you can even look it up on the article itself. Like I said, go to that a Marie Claire article. It's Sounds of Pleasure is a simple, easy to navigate Tumblr dedicated to the, to as the name implies, sex sounds including dirty talk, audio of people having sex and masturbating. The masturbating is nice. It is yeah. real nice. There's one where there's a guy in a shower, and I listened to a little clip, and I was like, oh, that, <laughs> that's a winner. So, <clears throat> because a lot of times with my porn, I'll have it on mute because I don't want to hear it. Because I don't, something about me hearing it and visually seeing it fucks with me. So, I either want to watch it, and I don't want to hear it, or I want to hear it, and I don't want to watch it. I don't know if anybody else is like me in that aspect, but there's got to be more than one person that that's the way they like it. Uh, no, and I, I don't like it and see it. I have to do both. And I, I don't mean, want faces. I mean, we talked about this before. I don't want to look at faces. I want to be able to imagine it. And I think that's why I can't do it. But if you're listening to this pod- podcast and you're listening to romance audiobooks, then odds are you're going to like Sounds of Pleasure. So check that out. It's really awesome. Like I said, totally free. They had a bunch of videos, a bunch of different people. So 
I really like that one. There's this guy. Um, he does. Uh, his name is uh, his. I guess the name of his um, Tumblr is British <clears throat> Filth. <clears throat> British Filth. I think I've talked about. Oh it yeah, yeah, I think you've told us that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And with the exception of that guy, I usually like to see. But he's mm-hmm. got a whole host of like, like he's got a he's got one called Cum Slut. Oh yes, and um, he's just very good at dirty talk, and you can hear everything he's doing, you know. Mm-hmm. And he, one of my readers, actually um, paid him to do to read a scene out of one of my books, a sex scene, once, and gave it to me as a present. <gasps> Holy shit! Yeah, <laughs> it was good. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's really good. I don't know. He has a website, I think, and like I think a Tumblr, British Filth, and it's it's really great if you've got like twenty minutes and some headphones. Mm-hmm. Take that ride; it's it's worth it. So ooh, we um, did homework. We actually did. We did. We, were, we, were we did our homework. Good job. Pat yourselves on the back. Yeah. And- All right, so we're gonna play the um, first half of "Lovely Baker" by Alexa Riley, <laughs> and uh, we'll be back on the other side. Enjoy. Bye. This is Lovely Baker by Alexa Riley. Read for you by Kit Swan and Matthew Maddox. Chapter 1 Jenna I can't believe this. I stare at the beautiful ornate box. When I lift the lid, I see the invitation inside, and I shake my head. This is so extra, girl. I laugh, and she joins me. I love it. I thought it was a little much, but Devin's sister Ree talked me into it. I move the phone to my other ear, and I can't help but think Erin sounds so freaking happy. I was a bit worried when she fell so fast for this Devin guy, and I haven't gotten a chance to meet him yet. It's not like I can pop over to her place anymore, and she's not showing up to the coffee shop to eat all my sweets. We live hundreds of miles apart now, but she's the happiest I've ever seen her. I'm really happy for you. You deserve this. She really does after that crazy stalker came at her. Anytime I think about it, I start to get choked up that I could have lost her. You'll come, right? This isn't a lot of notice. I'm not shocked she and Devin are rushing down the aisle. I think a brush with death will make everyone open their eyes and grab whatever it is they want most. For them, it was each other. I know. That's why I'm handling everything. I already got your dress, and the seamstress will come by and do alterations right here. I also am handling your flights and hotels. Gah, she's so sweet. I can't ask you to do all that. Even if I really want to go, that's too much. Neither Lucas nor I have been on a plane. He'll be so excited because he's obsessed with them. He keeps saying he's going to grow up and be a pilot. Then he can take us anywhere in the world. Well, my soon-to-be husband is loaded. I hear Devin laugh in the background. And I want you there. You, Lucas, and Grams are my family. I want you to come and have a great time and not worry about all the odds and ends. Relax for a few days. God, that sounds really nice. When was the last time I relaxed? You're making it hard to say no. That's the point, she laughs. Okay, I'll come. 
I blurt out before I have a chance to talk myself out of it. Yes, she shouts, almost killing my eardrum. Okay, I'm going to text you some stuff so we can pick dates and everything. I hear the back door to the shop open, and I know it can only be one person. One I don't want to deal with tonight. Sounds like a plan. I'll be out of work in a little while, I tell her, so she knows it will be a few minutes before I can respond. Awesome. Love you. Love you too, I say before hanging up. When I turn around, I run right into a wall of muscle. Read. I lean my head back to look up at him, and he's glaring at me. I think most are scared of his glare, but I'm used to it. He's the boy who cried wolf. He glares and nothing happens. I inwardly laugh at calling him a boy because I bet he hasn't been called one since he was 12. Where is Mandy? He looks over my head to the tables in the shop. She got sick about an hour ago, so I sent her home. I duck past him, needing to put distance between us. He always smells a little too good. Men aren't supposed to smell good, are they? I pull off my apron and grab the hand towel. You know the rules. No one works alone at night, he says to my retreating back. A moment later, I hear his steps behind me, and I toss the towel and apron into the laundry bag outside the small office. She was throwing up. What do you want me to do? I sit down in my chair and put in the totals from my drawer. You call me and I show up. It was only an hour. I don't need help. I've got it. He grabs my chair and spins it around to face him. I try so hard to keep eye contact but fail miserably. Along with smelling too good, he is one of the hottest men I've ever seen. It doesn't matter if he's in an expensive suit or wearing boots, jeans, and a t-shirt that lets me see all those glorious tattoos. He always looks good. But he's in a suit tonight, and it's bittersweet that I can't see his ink. That's your problem. You don't let anyone help. He's not wrong. It's a hard habit to break when I've spent my whole life taking care of myself. It's not as if I had a choice. I took care of my mom, and then Lucas came along, so I had to take care of him, too. Not that I would change that for anything in the world. He might be my little brother, but it's me that's raised him since the day he was born. He's mine. I'll call next time. I thought I was doing you a solid. It's Saturday night, go have a life, I throw out as I power off the computer. Since Reed bought the shop a few months ago from Bob and Martha, he's been all over my ass. I've been here for three years now, and I know what I'm doing. He's the one who knows nothing about coffee shops. I don't actually know what he does, to be honest, because I don't ask. That said, he shows up here with a variety of cars that cost more than some homes. That's not coming from owning this place. His clothes scream money, too, even if he doesn't say a word. I reach down under the desk to grab my purse and then get my keys. Who do you love? He asks, and I blink up at him in confusion. He heard me on the phone with Aaron? I try not to fidget with my hair as he stares at me, waiting for an answer. 
It's been a long day, and I know I'm a hot mess. I'm guessing my makeup isn't far behind. I wouldn't bother putting it on, but it can hide the dark circles under my eyes when I don't get enough sleep. Last night was one of those nights. Are you going to answer me? Why do you care? I snap as I stand up. Reed knows absolutely nothing about me. A few times I thought he might be into me with all the staring, but he's never made a move. I think he stares at me because he doesn't like me and is annoyed that I don't fawn all over him. We don't run in the same world and that shit would never work between us. He also doesn't know I have a kid because I don't tell anyone about Lucas. I grab a pen off my desk and walk over to the calendar. I write in the days I know I'll need time off for the wedding without saying a word. I care, that's why. I can feel him come up behind me. Why do you need all those days off? I haven't taken a day off in forever. I would always switch with people if I could so that I could have the hours. I've got a ton saved up and I want to use them. I've been stockpiling them in case of an emergency. I didn't say you couldn't. I asked why. I need some time off, okay? I slip past him, but I can't help when my boobs graze his arm. He's the one who stood so close up my ass. I go back to the front and grab the ridiculous invitation from Aaron while Reed is hot on my heels. I'm leaving, you got the door? Yeah. I hear him murmur as I push it open and keep on walking toward my car. I need to get home and get Lucas. During the day, he stays with Mary, who lives across the hall from me. I unlock my car and put the invitation on the passenger seat. When I turn around, I once again run right into Reed. It's dark in the back alley at night, and we're alone. I should probably be scared since Reed is three times my size, but my body is anything but. Jenna, what are you doing? When it comes to you, I never know what I'm doing. He lifts his hand, and his thumb traces my bottom lip. I'm so shocked by the contact, I don't say anything. Drive home safe. He looks pained as he takes his hand away from me and takes a step back. Good night, I mumble as I get in the front seat and start up my car. Reed stands there watching me the whole time as I pull out. My heart doesn't stop racing until I'm almost home, but it's not from fear. I guess we're more alike than I realized, because when it comes to Reed, I never know what I'm doing either. Chapter 2 Reed I check my watch again and then close the laptop. It's almost time to go. Stretching my arms above my head, I walk into my closet and try to decide what to wear. My boxer briefs are tight, even after getting off twice. I readjust, but it's no use. It's hot out today, which is probably why Jenna wanted to wear her threadbare tank top. Not to drive me wild, I'm sure, but after watching her on the security cameras, I could only jerk off and think she did it for me. Six months ago, I was in town on business and stopped for a coffee. One look, and I was done for. Jenna was behind the counter, and the place was packed. Someone else got my coffee order, 
and I don't even know if she looked my way. I couldn't take my eyes off her, and I ended up ordering food. I sat in the corner out of her sight and watched her for hours. I was late for my meeting, but I didn't care. I watched how she moved, how she smiled at people. It was like seeing sunlight for the first time in my life. After I snuck out, I found out who owned the place and made them an offer five times over asking price. They agreed, and even though it took far too long for my liking, I got the deed in hand with the strict instructions that the staff had to remain. Joke's on me, because even now, Jenna doesn't see me. I've been big since I was young, and there isn't a day that people don't stop and stare when I walk down the street. My tattoos don't necessarily offer much to be desired, but I've never tried to attract someone's attention before. I walk down one side of my closet and see suits. I bought this house right after I bought the coffee shop and relocated my security business here. There's still almost nothing here, but I had hoped over time that a certain brunette might help me make it a home. Yesterday, I had a meeting, so I dressed for work. When Jenna sees me in a suit, her eyes always go to my neck and chest. When she sees me in a t-shirt, she keeps them on my arms. I can't decide if she likes what she sees, but today, I want her to see my arms. I grab a pair of faded jeans and a white v-neck t-shirt. It's a nice day, so I decide on taking the bike, and images of her behind me, holding on tight, make me hard again. Fuck, I curse myself as I get ready, unable to stay away from her any longer. Last night, I almost lost control. Where is she going? Why is she suddenly taking time away? I was so worked up. I touched her, and I've never done that before. I don't know shit about running a coffee shop, but I don't need to. Jenna makes that place twice as profitable as the older couple before her, and I don't even think she knows it. I'm a numbers guy at heart, and seeing the first month of business after I made her manager was shocking. The one thing I hate is trying to keep good staff in there with her. She works too fucking hard and doesn't share the burden with anyone around her. It probably has to do with her son and why she thinks I don't know about him. Of course, I'd looked into her and found everything I could. I knew that she had a little boy and worked every second of the day she could. So why all of a sudden take five days off? Is he okay? Once I'm on the bike, I drive across town to the shop. It's close to quitting time, and I like to be here, even if she's not alone. But once again, she's by herself, and anger rises up the back of my neck. I park the bike in the alley and go in the back door. When it slams behind me, she turns around and grabs her chest. You scared the life out of me. She closes her eyes and takes a deep breath. You're alone again, I accuse, and she rolls her eyes. I want to bend her over my knee and I clench my fists at the thought of it. For exactly ten minutes, Sheila had to run and pick up her kids before daycare closed. That's not your responsibility. She sighs as she walks away from me, and I watch her round ass bounce. Fuck, why does she have to be so damn thick? I want to sink my fingers in her hips and hold on to her while... I let those thoughts trail away as she goes into the office and turns around to glare at me. Why did you cross my days off? 
She points to the calendar, and I shrug as I stuff my hands in my jeans. I need those days off, Reed. You can't stop me. I did it in a fit of anger last night, after she'd left. I regret it just a little now that she's here, and I see the hurt in her eyes. Tell me why you need them. That's none of your business. She crosses her arms over her chest, and it pushes her big tits up. My eyes stay on them, and I see her fidget as she uncrosses her arms, revealing her beaded nipples behind the thin material. She glances down as if noticing them too, and turns away from me. I move in closer, because I can't help myself. She's like gravity, and I can't stand back. I fist my hands in my pockets, because I ache to touch her. Tell me everything's okay, I say softly, and she turns around to face me. She misjudges how close we are, and her body is an inch away from mine. I can feel heat coming off of her, and it has nothing to do with the hot day. Why do you care? She looks at me like it's a challenge. I think of all the things I could say to her in that moment. Because I feel protective of you. Because I want you more than my next breath. Because I've fallen in love with a woman who won't look at me. Instead, I simply say, Because. She lets out a long sigh and looks at my arms. It's for a wedding. My best friend is getting married and it's out of town. So many thoughts roll through my mind. But the one I hate the most is, what if she meets someone there? I can't take that chance. No. Now it's my turn to cross my arms over my chest. No? You can't be serious. Color rises in her cheeks as she takes a step closer to me. She looks like she's been holding in her anger for a long time, and I've just opened the door for her to let it loose. No? Do you have any idea what I do for this place? I wake up at four in the morning every day to get here for the early coffee crowd. I'm on my feet for hours, busting my ass for an owner who only comes in at closing to criticize my way of doing things. I've worked my fingers to the bone trying to get this place to where I know it can be, and instead of praising me for the profit I've managed to turn on this shop, you scowl at me and tell me I can't have time off. She huffs like she's out of breath. I drop my arms, and she presses her body against mine as she points her finger in my face. You might own this place, but it would be nothing without me. You're right. My voice is low and rumbles between us as I reach down. I let one finger trace the edge of her hip as I lean closer to her. I'm nothing without you. Before I can stop myself, I grab her by the hips and lift her up as I swing around. I pin her against the wall and growl just before my mouth covers her. The kiss is searing hot. And when she cries out, I let my tongue sweep inside. Her hands fist my hair to pull me away, but only for a second. She whimpers, and then I feel myself being tugged close as I grind my body against her. Chapter 3 Jenna Lucas can barely sit still, he's so excited about his first trip on a plane. His excitement makes me happy, and I wish I could afford to do more things like this for us. One day, maybe I will. But for now, I'm happy that he's mine, and not with my mother. I get the window? 
Lucas asks me for the tenth time, making me laugh. Yes, you get the window. I stand when they call our boarding group and Lucas holds my hand. You ready? I say, and he nods as they scan our passes. Born ready. He takes off, almost dragging me behind him, but he has to slow down when we catch up to the people in front of us. When we finally get to the entrance, Lucas stops to touch the outside of the plane door as we step on. Of course Aaron did this. I mumble to myself when I look at our seat numbers and the overhead assignment. This is us. I usher Lucas into the first class seat that could easily fit two of him. This is awesome. He starts opening everything, and I lean back in the chair watching him. I should have known Aaron would get something pricey after I told her not to. I'm not going to dwell on it, though, because this trip is about having fun and relaxing. It's also about not thinking about Reed, which is all I have been able to do these past few days. The man is driving me crazy. Who kisses someone like that and then disappears? Did I suck at it? It was explosive, and I have no idea where all that passion and hunger came from. When he lifted me off my feet, I was lost in him. The world stood still for a moment, and it was only the two of us. Did he not feel it too? I guess not if he so easily walked away. The next day, I saw he put the days off I wanted back on the calendar. At least he was listening to me. Now I'm going to have to deal with this dumb crush. Before, I thought Reed was sexy, but now, I know he has a mouth that's made for sinning. That shouldn't be shocking from looking at him. What I don't understand is why he kissed me. He's loaded, and I don't miss all the women who do double takes when he's in the coffee shop. He doesn't seem to notice, but I do and it annoys me when it shouldn't. If anything, it's good for business, but not so great for sanity. He would break my heart, and that's not something I can deal with right now. I have my hands full working and taking care of Lucas. I don't need another complication. Lucas takes off his backpack and pulls out the plane he got at the small gift shop. Cool plane, little man. My stomach drops at the sound of that voice. Is that a Boeing 747? Yes, how did you know? Lucas holds the plane up in the air, and I slowly turn my head to see Reed standing there. Oh God, today he's in jeans and a black shirt with a leather jacket. What the hell is going on? I have a thing for planes, he tells Lucas as he takes the seat right next to me. And brunettes that smell like sunshine, too, he whispers. What are you doing here? I try and keep my cool since Lucas is staring right at us. Reed, he introduces himself to Lucas and holds his hand out for him to shake it. Lucas looks at him with wide eyes and smiles as he puts his little hand in Reed's big one. Great. He's smitten too. My name is Lucas. I think I've got something you might like. Reed reaches into his bag and takes out an iPad and headphones. 
I've got a bunch of cool games on here. One with planes, too. Reed gives him a smile. What is he doing? Can I? Lucas looks at me as he asks for permission. Sure, because how can I say no? Reed hands it over and Lucas puts on the headphones. Two seconds later, he's going to town on an airplane game. What are you doing here? I hiss, keeping my voice low. Can I get you anything to drink? I glance up to see the flight attendant standing there. She's got a giant smile on her face as her eyes eat up Reed. I look away as I pretend to be very interested in what Lucas is doing on the iPad. Can I get a juice for my little man and champagne for my woman? I'll take a water. I jerk my head back to look at him. Did he really say that? My stomach flutters and I don't know how he keeps doing that to me. Reed leans back in his chair as he stretches his legs out. He's making himself nice and comfortable while I want to smack him. What are you doing here? I try again for the third time. I didn't want you going to the wedding alone. Don't people fall in love at weddings or some shit? I'm not sure if that's a question or not. I don't know, I've never been to one. I guess that does happen in movies. Wait, you thought I would come to this wedding and fall in love with some random man? He shrugs. You're crazy. I'm not risking it. Not risking it, what the hell does that mean? The flight attendant is back and hands us our drinks. This time she doesn't linger over Reed and I look at the champagne in my hand. You can drink it. He smirks at me. I've never had champagne before. My only experience with alcohol is a few glasses of boxed wine. I bring it to my lips and take a small sip. The bubbles hit my tongue and I decide it's way better than the box stuff. I feel myself relax as I finish off the drink and they come back around to collect the glass before takeoff. Reed puts his hand on my thigh and although I know I should push it away, I don't. It feels good and it's nice to have someone with me, even if I don't know what it means. I turn my head to look at Reed who's staring at me. I wasn't going to fall in love with someone at the wedding, I say, because the idea is beyond crazy. He only gives me that sexy half smile as he leans in close. Now you are. Chapter four, read. I can get him. Jenna holds out her hands to take Lucas from me, and I shake my head. He'd only lasted about 10 seconds on the airplane with the headphones on, before he was taking them off and telling me about every single thing he was doing. After the flight, I had a car waiting to take us to the hotel, and much to Jenna's quiet annoyance, I had already taken care of everything. I would have paid for her flight, too, but I was afraid to cancel and rebook it. So I did the next best thing, which was offer someone two grand to switch seats. Money well spent. Lucas passed out in the car, and instead of letting him slump over in the seat, I'd scooped him up. Now, as I carry him into the hotel, she walks beside me, glancing at us every few seconds. 
It had taken me a few days to get my plans in place, but I wanted everything perfect, and I knew being around Jenna was only going to test my restraint when I knew I needed to have it now more than ever. Hey, Reed, Cyrus calls, and then puts his hand over his mouth and apologizes. Sorry, I didn't realize the little man was sleeping. He's the manager of the hotel and is an old friend of mine. I called in a couple of favors, since this is the place the whole wedding party is staying. We've got you all set. Here's your keys, and I'll have your bag set up. I take the card from him and mouth my thanks as I walk towards the elevator. Reed, I need to check into my room. Jenna tries to walk in the direction of the check-in counter, but I grab her hand. I got you covered, babe. She looks at me in confusion, but I don't answer as I tug her out of the elevator. I slide in the key so it unlocks our floor and then pass it to her. Her eyebrows pull together, but she doesn't say anything as the doors open. When we get to the door at the end of the hallway, she swipes the card and it unlocks. She holds the door as I carry Lucas in and then look around until I see the entrance into the master. I feel Jenna following me as I carry him over to the bed and lay him down in the middle. His cheeks are red like he's been sleeping hard, but he doesn't move from where I lay him. Does he usually sleep so sound? I ask as I brush the light brown hair away from his forehead. When Jenna doesn't answer me, I turn around and see she's just watching me. She's got the oddest expression as she stands there, and I straighten. Will he sleep like this for much longer? She blinks a few times and nods, backing out of the room. I follow her, and she closes the door. Um, yeah, he'll nap for probably another hour. He's always been a good sleeper. She looks around the room and then back at me, as if she doesn't know what to do next. That's your side. I nod to the closed door. There's a master with an attached bath. I'm on the other side, and there's a kitchen and dining room between us. We're sharing a room? She glances around the living space that's bigger than the coffee shop, like there's not enough distance between us. I thought you might need the help, I shrug as I take a step toward her, and I didn't want to be too far away. You're always close. She says it like she's talking to herself and not me. If you don't want me to stay, I can get another room but it will be the one next door, because I already booked that, too. A smile pulls at the corner of her lips as she drops her purse on the couch. Why am I not shocked? She walks over to the coffee table that's got a big spread Cyrus must have laid out for us. How long have you known about him? She's got her back to me as she plucks a grape from the fruit tray and doesn't turn around. For a while. From the beginning is what I want to say but I'm trying not to make her run. She nods, but still doesn't look at me as she takes a chocolate-covered strawberry. I move closer to her because I'm pulled to her like the earth around the sun. I can't not go to her when she's right here, and I can already tell sleeping in my room alone is going to be almost impossible. But she has her son, and I'll respect that. As long as when it's like this, I can be near. Are you angry with me? I reach out and touch the back of her arm with the tip of my finger and let it trail down. 
I can see goosebumps rise on her skin. And I smile to myself, knowing at least she's as affected as I am. Yes. Her voice is soft, and we both know it's a lie. My other hand moves up her waist, and I rub my thumb against the bare skin where her tank top is ridden up. Do you wish I wasn't here? Yes. Another lie. She leans into me so that her back is pressed to my front. I keep one hand on her hip, and the other I wrap around her chest above her breasts as I pull her close. I bury my face in the crook of her neck and inhale the scent I've missed for days. I won't let you go. I kiss the soft skin on the top of her shoulder and then up her neck to her ear. Don't ask me to. Read. She closes her eyes and leans her head back so my mouth can move lower. My hand dips into the top of her shirt and I cup her heavy breast in the palm of my hand. Her ass pushes against my hard cock and we both groan when my fingers find her hard nipple. Is this for me? I pinch the tight bud and she moans as my hand on her waist slides into her jean shorts. When I dip into her panties, I feel her heat and I hiss when I part her wet folds. What about this, Jenna? When she doesn't answer me, I pinch her nipple harder and she moans again, rocking into my hand. My fingers find her opening drenched, and I play with her there, feeling her needy pussy. I think it is. I whisper in her ear, kissing just underneath it. I think your pussy knows. Daddy's home. Oh, God. The words rush out of her fast, like she isn't able to hold them back. I slip a finger inside of her and brush gently over her clit. She cries out, and I smile against her neck. How about I bend you over right here and give her what she wants? In answer, her pussy clenches around me, and I nibble on her neck in approval. Good girl. Her hips rock in time with my thrusts, and my other hand plays with her nipples. Her hands come back to grab my sides, as if I'm going to walk away. I'm right here, baby. I'm not going anywhere. I nuzzle the lobe of her ear as I work another finger inside of her. I'm going to take care of you and Lucas. I feel her squeeze my fingers again. I'm going to give you money. Another squeeze. I'm going to spoil you with gifts. Squeeze. Take you all over the world. Read, she cries, her body coiled tight. The only thing I want you to worry about is how you're going to walk after I finally fuck you. Her pussy clamps down on my fingers one last time, and she cries out. I feel her release coat my fingers as I pump in and out of her. I smile, biting her neck, and she arches her back against me. Her hands cling to me as she closes her eyes and lets the orgasm wash over her. It's so fucking beautiful seeing her reflection in the window as she comes apart in my arms. A chime sounds, and there's a knock on the door. That will be the luggage, I say, kissing her neck one last time and pulling my fingers out of her. She turns around and watches me in shock as I slide the fingers into my mouth and wink at her. She stands like that, completely stunned, as I walk to the door and let the bellhops in. 
Hey, we're back. Hi. How about that first half? How about it? <laughs> okay, so go get Lovely Neighbor. It's out right now in ebook. It's the connected book to Lovely Baker. And um, you guys are doing a giveaway probably. So yes. head to readmeromance.com and enter the giveaway, the Alexa <laughs> Riley giveaway. It's probably going to be a good make one. Sure you, make sure you sign up for the newsletter yes. so that you get the free companion book, the lovely proposal. So make sure you sign up so you get that for free. Yep. And we'll be back on Friday with the second half of Lovely Baker. So make sure you're here. And Leah, tell them what to do. Fuck your day up. Make today your bitch. Don't be a dick. Bye. 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 Read me romance, read, read me romance, read me romance, read, read me romance. You could take a look in a book, that's fine, or you could sit back, relax, and unwind, and read me romance.